the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Not a way or a truth. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father but by me. You know, Paul writes that there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Being a follower of Jesus isn't about picking out specific parts of the Bible you agree with and forgetting the rest. As a follower of Jesus, you're called to follow all biblical teachings, whether you agree or not. It's not about your personal preferences. It's about His perfect teachings. The scriptures say that if you deny Jesus Christ in some way, you don't have the Father. Listen to today's message as Pastor Dan helps you discover the life-changing truth of God's Word. And now, open your Bibles to the book of 1 John chapter 2 as we join Pastor Dan for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Verse 19, he he says here, they went out from us. That's how we knew they they really weren't believers. They really weren't part of us because they didn't continue in fellowship with other believers. They, They quit. If they were true believers, they desire fellowship. Now he says in verse 20, here he is, he's warning us about being deceived by false teachers. And then he says in verse 20, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. John says, you have the Holy Spirit. Every believer, when you believe on Jesus Christ and you're born again, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. You're sealed by the Holy Spirit, and you now have the Holy Spirit in you as a believer. And Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will guide us into the truth. And the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. And the Holy Spirit will protect us from a false teacher. If if you've ever heard a false teacher, maybe you didn't realize it was a false teacher and you started listening to them and there was something, just something about what they said that just didn't ring true with you. And it just, there was this thing in your heart that, man, that just doesn't sound right to me. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit warning you and protecting you about that false teaching. So we have the Holy Spirit. We have this anointing of the Holy Spirit. Not only that, verse 21, he says, I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. We have the Holy Spirit, and we also know the truth. We have the Bible, the word of truth. 
We know what the truth is. And we can test all things against the Scriptures, just like the Bereans in Acts chapter 17, who they, it says they received the teachings of Paul, and then they, they compared Paul's teachings to the Scriptures. They searched the Scriptures to see if these things were true. From the Apostle Paul. <laughs> and they, they took what Paul said, and then they searched the Scriptures to verify it, to see if it lines up with what the Bible says, instead of just believing it blindly. John reminds us, hey, you've got the truth. You've got the Holy Spirit. You've got the truth. We we can compare everything to the truth of the Scriptures. Several years back, I got a phone call from someone who listens to Hope FM, and they listen to our radio show. And and she called because uh, she was reading the scriptures on her own, studying the scriptures on her own, and, 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 and interpreting it and drawing conclusions about what it said. And then she would go to her church, and what they taught from the pulpit was contrary to what she was reading in the scriptures. And for the longest time, she thought it was just her, that she just was misinterpreting the scriptures and, and that she was wrong. And of course, the, the pastor was right because he's the pastor kind of thing. And then she was listening to the radio and heard one of our radio shows. And something that that I said in a teaching agreed with a conclusion that she had made in the scriptures. But it was contrary to what her her church taught as doctrine. And so she called and said, hey, and explain this whole thing to me. And and so, you know, and she started going to verses. And I read this passage and it seems to be saying this to me. But my church teaches that it means that. And she had like a whole list of doctrines. And she went through one by one. And, well, this is what I think this means. And, but my church says this. And this is what I think this passage is talking about. And, I, you know, and I'd say, yeah, that, that's, that's what it's saying. It's what it's, but my church teaches that. And she was in a false teaching church. And she didn't know it until she heard something on the radio. That, hey, maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe I'm right kind of thing. See, the Holy Spirit was speaking to her. And as she was studying the word of truth, the Holy Spirit was bringing these truths out to her, and she was realizing this all on her own, and she just wanted to kind of, I guess, confirm it, so to speak. See, the the, the Holy Spirit will guide you into the truth, and you have the word of God, the word of truth. You know, the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, directs our steps. Now look at verse 22. John says, who is a liar but he, that, but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist, little a, who denies the Father and the Son. Again, we see here that John just says it straight. He's a liar. That guy's a liar, right? That's how John sounds, by the way. You'll be surprised when you get to have... He was actually from southern Israel, from the... Piedmont region of uh, Judea. But he just says he's a liar. Like foghorn leghorn, right? I just call it like I see it. That was John. He just calls it like he sees it. Anyone, he says, who denies that Jesus is the Christ, that Jesus is the Messiah or the Savior, John says, that guy's a liar. He's not a Christian. He may say he's a Christian, but if he denies Jesus Christ in some way, He's not a Christian. He's he's a liar. And again, you might have someone who says that they're a Christian, 
but they don't believe in this. Something the Bible clearly teaches. I'm a Christian, but I, I, I don't believe Jesus was God in the flesh. I believe he was just a man. Or I, I'm a Christian, but I, I, don't, I don't think you, you have to believe in Jesus' death on the cross. I don't think he atoned for our sins. I don't think that was necessary. And a person can say, I, I'm a Christian, but let me tell you the things that I don't believe. I don't believe in the virgin birth, and I don't believe in miracles, and I don't believe this and that. And John says, you're a liar. You're not a Christian. You deny Jesus Christ in some way. He says in verse 23, whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father Also, you can't have one without the other. They're a package deal. If you deny Jesus Christ in some way, you do not have the Father, John says. They go together. But but wait, Pastor Dan, my my cousin, she became a Buddhist. Or, Or I have this neighbor, and he's a Muslim, and he's very devout in what he believes. Well, It says, whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Not a way or a truth. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father but by me. You know, Paul writes that there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. There's just one way to God, and that's through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only way to the Father, and no one can have a relationship with God apart from Jesus Christ. Therefore, verse 24, let that, that what? That truth that you know, let that truth abide in you, which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. John says, you've got the truth already. Stick with it. (laughs) Don't move away from it. Don't let anybody deceive you into moving away from the truth that you already know about Jesus Christ and his death and resurrection. Just stay there. And if you stay there, This is the promise that Jesus has promised us, eternal life. Amen. What can anyone offer you that is better than that? And the answer is nothing. Anybody that knocks on your door, wants to talk to you about their religion or your neighbor, What can they possibly offer you that's better than eternal life? You've got eternal life. How are they going to top that? They can't. Verse 26. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. So these these false teachers who who left the church, who went out from from us but weren't of us, as John says here, you know, it's it's bad enough that they, they leave and they go out But then they try to draw people to themselves. They try to get other people to leave with them. They try to get other people to turn against 
the body of Christ. And they deceive them. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer requests with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth Radio Ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. But the anointing which you have received from Him, He says, abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you. Wait a minute, John. You don't need anybody to teach you. Sounds like I'm talking myself out of a job here. I mean, you know, in Ephesians 4, it tells us that God appointed pastors and teachers as part of the church. He's not talking about this. He's talking about false teachers that will come along and say, uh, you, you need to come to our Bible study if you really want to understand what the Scriptures are truly saying. And and they make it seem like they're the only ones that have the truth of God's Word. That's a sign of a false teacher. I'm glad that you're part of this church, but if the Lord leads you to another church, that's fine. I pray it's a Bible-teaching church. But, you you know, you, you don't belong to me. You belong to Jesus Christ. But there there were the false teachers who who were saying, you you need us to teach. You need to sit under our teaching and and learn our doctrine if you really want to know the Lord. And so John says here, hey, you you have this anointing which you receive from God. It abides in you. You don't need them to teach you anything. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, it is true and is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in Him. You know, he, he says, you know, you, you've got the Holy Spirit and you've got the Bible. That's all you need. That's all that you need to distinguish between what is true and what is a lie. You don't need someone to tell you that. You've got all that you need in the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. And so now, verse 28, little children, abide in Him. Just abide in Christ. Abide in what you know. Abide in the truth that you've received. Just abide in Him. Then, when He appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before Him at His coming. Just simply abide in Christ. and Abide in the truth that you already know. So that when He appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before Him at His coming. Those that have denied Jesus Christ in some way, those that have said, I'm a Christian, but I I don't believe this, or I don't believe that, or I I don't believe this about Jesus, I don't believe that about Jesus. John tells us that those who have made Jesus less than He is will be ashamed at His coming when they find themselves face to face with Him. 
I mean, just imagine that. It's hard to imagine what that's going to be like, that, that day of judgment, when those people stand before Jesus Christ, whom they denied, and they try to deceive other people into believing what they believed, tried to deceive other people into thinking less about Jesus than he is. And then they're going to stand before Jesus Christ and have to give an account for that. Can you imagine? You know, there they, you can imagine there Jesus saying, now do you think I'm only a carpenter? Now do you think I'm just a man? Or so, I don't know if he'd say that, but... Look what it says. We just want to abide in him. So if we just abide in Jesus, turn with me to Colossians chapter 1. Look what it says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 19. For it pleased the Father that in him, in Jesus, all the fullness of God should dwell. Jesus was 100% God. And by him, by Jesus, to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. We have peace with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. And you, now he's speaking to us, and you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by your wicked works, yet now he, Jesus, has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Look at verses 21 and 22 again. It says that we were once alienated and enemies of God. Before we knew Christ as our Savior, we were alienated from God. We were enemies of God by our wicked works. Yet now Jesus Christ has reconciled us to God through his death on the cross and Jesus Christ now, because his blood paid for all of our sins, and now we are, we are clean in his sight, now Jesus will one day present us holy and blameless and above any reproach. I mean, nobody can say anything about you in God's sight. That God will never bring any kind of accusation up or anything. Or what about that time when you were in 10th grade and your parents were out of town and you had that party and da 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 Above reproach. Nothing can be said. Blameless. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Not because of any righteousness that we have, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you're going to be presented holy. How often do you feel holy in your life? Never. How often do you ever feel blameless? Never. Or above reproach. But we're going to be presented holy and blameless and above reproach in God's sight because of Jesus. Because the Bible teaches us that His righteousness was imputed to us. It was put on our account. All of your sin, everything you've ever done wrong, everything you will do wrong, was put on His account when He was on the cross. And Jesus paid it all on the cross. And now you have all of His righteousness on your account. And Jesus was holy and perfectly blameless and above reproach. And so when we stand before God and we're presented before God, we are presented robed in His righteousness so that God the Father sees the righteousness of His Son. He sees the holiness of His Son. 
He sees the blamelessness of his son. He sees the above reproachedness of his son, or whatever you would say. And he doesn't see us. He doesn't see our sin, because all of that was paid for on the cross. And so you're going to be presented holy, blameless, and above reproach in God's sight because of Jesus. And that's why God is going to say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. But you haven't done well. I haven't done well. You haven't been good and you haven't been faithful. But Jesus has. And we're entering in on His righteousness, not our own righteousness. But look what it says. He will present you holy and blameless and above reproach in His sight if, verse 23, there's a catch. Here's the catch. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven. He says you'll be presented holy, blameless, and above reproach if you continue in the faith. You just abide in Him. Don't move away from the gospel. Don't move away from the cross. Don't move away from Jesus paid it all, all to Him I owe. Don't move away from that. Don't let anybody deceive you into into, telling you that you need more. There's more to it than that. Don't get on YouTube and start watching things. Oh, just abide in Christ. Just stay in Him. Just continue in the truth that you know. And if you do that, He'll present you holy and blameless and above reproach. We can, just going back to 1 John, we can, when we stand before him, when we see him face to face, we can stand before him with confidence. Not ashamed. Confident. Confident because I believed what you said. When you promised eternal life to anybody who puts their faith and trust in you and your death on the cross, I believed you. When you said that your blood will take away all of my sins, I believed you. I believed your promises. I believed your word was yes and amen. And I didn't deny it. And I've put all my hope in the things that you promised me in your Bible. And you can stand before him confident. And he will say, well done. Ask me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. The book of 1 John invites followers of Jesus into a consistently growing relationship with our Heavenly Father. The Christian walk isn't meant to stagnate, no matter how long you've been pursuing your relationship. There's always more to discover about your Almighty Creator, and more ways in which He can refine your heart. As you've done already today by joining Pastor Dan for Ring of Truth, we encourage you to continue spending time in the Word regularly. We also urge you to make conversation with God a regular part of your routine as well, praying and listening to what your Heavenly Father wants to say to you. And know that here at Ring of Truth, we're also praying for you. We're so glad you joined us today, and we'd like to invite you to visit us here at Calvary Chapel. If you live in the Baltimore, Washington area, come worship with us this Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. Calvary Chapel is located in Columbia, Maryland, only minutes from Route 95, Route 29, or Route 100. 
For more information on what you can expect when you visit, go to calvaryec.com. Or give us a call. We can be reached at 410-491-4592. That's 410-491-4592. That's all for today. Join us next time for more right here on Ring of Truth. I recognize the